0: Hey there, what's happening? It's time. We welcome you in. This is Three Guys Before the Game, episode 103, Moving On on Edition. Yes, the Mountaineers are moving on after last night's 77-63 win over the Antelopes of Grand Canyon University. Coming up on our program, we'll talk about that game. We will do a very, very deep dive into the numbers as to what has happened to this West Virginia basketball team statistically after the roster was redacted. What has happened? First 24 games and then the last 11 games. What do the numbers say both as a team and individually? We'll get into that. Also, we'll look ahead to West Virginia's next opponent, the Claire's of Coastal Carolina. And we will end the segment and the episode with another food gift that we have received from a Three Guys listener. First time. Is it from the United States? Yes. Okay. Fact, not only the United States, Harrison County. Ooh. Yeah. Mike from Clarksburg with hot peppers. We will sample those. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program. You heard his voice, the Senator Brad Howe, and ladies and gentlemen, we are delighted, we are thrilled, we are honored to have for the very first time on this show, the birthday boy. Well, he's been on the show, but it's the first time he's ever had his birthday on the show. Ladies it's and true. gentlemen, Nathan Adrian turning 24 years old today. Seems like he's been around a long, long time. I mean, geez. I've known you since you were in middle school running around there with a oversized head and long legs <laughs> that uh had South South Middle what, School and head down. size. Well Did I mean you, have you know an we, we had head big when big you were heads younger? in my family.
1: Um no I know. I mean when, when, when you're, you're little Kevin's got a big head, Jared's got a big head, I got a big head. Lydia's head isn't small. <laughs> Poor That's
0: Lydia. Ni- now, why'd you have to drag Lydia in That's the nicest this? way you could say your sister's got a big head. But I wasn't saying that at all about your family. I've what never, I, not- I've never noticed. I've never noticed. Do
2: and you just drag her into the podcast, take a shot at her.
0: I never noticed that the Adrians have had large heads. I was simply saying when kids are little, their heads are bigger than the rest of their body. Like my son, Michael, uh, I affectionately used to refer to him as watermelon head. I mean, because he had a big old head when he was little. He finally uh, he grew into it. So we all do. So happy birthday to you. Thank you. How are you celebrating? Like anything? Do you want Chuck E. Cheese or what are you going to I am
1: leaving for Pinehurst, North Carolina. Oh, you're in the uh, you're in the tournament? Yeah, sure. What tournament? No.
0: Oh, you're not in the uh, – there's a big golf tournament going on, a local tournament, Fathers Against the Sons, that goes into Pinehurst each year. That's are they going this weekend? Next, I think it's next I weekend. I was going to say. It is next weekend. It's next weekend. Okay, good. So you're going out there to play golf? Playing golf with some buddies from high school. Good for you. I thought he was going to
2: say he was going to go over and get some shots up or something. Yeah, we'll Well, get into that. That's what was coming.
0: We'll get into that a little bit later on. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, since the last time we got together, West Virginia's season continuing. Now the Mountaineers find themselves in the second round or the quarterfinal round of the CBI after West Virginia's victory, 77-63 over Grand Canyon. A couple of things happened. Well, a bunch of stuff happened during the course of this game. Here are some of the highlights. Once again, West Virginia was in a tight game and did not buckle. It was a situation where they were down by two with just over nine minutes to play. Score a layup, make it 53 or 51 apiece. And then West Virginia absolutely erupts and goes on a 22-2 run to build up a lead by as many as 18 with 4.13 to go. So in a span of five minutes, they went from down two to up 18. On a 22-2 run. And they went at 77-63. So we'll talk about that. We will also talk about the continuing blossoming of Jermaine Haley, who just went off in the second half to key that among several different mountaineers that had big games. How about the crowd? In attendance, 5,313, 5313 pretty much filled the entire lower level. They had some trickle go up into the upper level, which they weren't going to open. And when you get into these situations, the 5,300 that are there, everyone is there because they're not there for popcorn day. They're not there because the rest of their friends are going. They're there because they just want to. So they're always a little bit more animated, a little bit louder, surprisingly louder than you would think 5,000 people would be. And they put them all on the lower level, which was a stretch. In fact, I knew one guy. He was going to go to the game. Free parking, the whole deal, and Nate he drives into the parking lot there, and uh, because he could not get a good, comfortable spot, you know, within uh, walking distance, he he just turned around and went home. Huh? Excuse me, you shut your microphone off. Go ahead, try to. I know to that your- same
2: person you do. It's interesting. It it wasn't even a comfortable spot. This person was looking for. He was looking for a spot, just any kind of of parking. That said, person could not find any parking whatsoever for the game against Grand Cayman. So you. The no, Grand
0: Canyon, Canyon. Not Grand Cayman, that's oh. an island. What was there. it? Grand Cane Ca- Grand Canyon. <laughs> You're bad. Will you go to Monday's game if I like Nope. Wait a second. What if I get you a spot? Nope. You're oh, out. this was Brad? Yeah, it was him. <laughs> How about that?
2: Was here doing my duty. You know, there's a show on in the evening, 6.06 to 7. It's called, for some reason, in Sportsline with Tony Caridi. <laughs> yeah. Except when Tony was the Caridi. was last time he was on? Uh, back last <laughs> July. So I was doing his job for him. Had to stay until 7, got the show saved, did some things, and headed over. So I was, I was arriving a little bit late, and the wonderful— near capacity crowd apparently had taken up all the parking spots didn't greg hunter go over the same time he was at the game he did and, and he i'm more of a rule follower than hunter hunter just pulled the bad boy right up on the tarmac I right by the door i'm it. mean, i not, mean, like was part, not sure people could exit the door because it jammed into his mark larose <laughs> ford that he had right by the doors <laughs> uh, so i was fine i got home the stream worked not the stream struggled early but then it it got going and by halftime the stream was up and
0: i could see everything i needed to all mm. right so what from what we saw, fellas, Nate, I'm going to let you go first here. Give me
1: your take on it. Well, we started out slow, which wasn't not surprising to me because you're kind of getting out the cobwebs of realizing you're playing in the CBI and building up the motivation to get yourself to play in that. So I think that's part of the reason why we came out slow, and we also did probably didn't take them as serious as we needed to because they are a good team, but they are a mid major team. And when you haven't played them all year and you've been playing Power 5 teams, you kind of take them for granted. That's why you see so many upsets in the first rounds because you think that you've been playing better people. You're just going to come out and roll over them, but they're still good players, so I think that's part of it. And Once they realized they needed to play, they they put, turned the gas on, and it was over from that point on. So I'm not too surprised with how the game panned out.
0: Senator, what do you think led to a two-point game, two-point deficit, going to become an 18-point lead? So I think start with what he, what Nate
2: said. I think that's exactly what happens early. And then West Virginia caught that little spark and got going. Carlos Johnson getting into foul trouble helped tremendously. I mean, that guy getting his third and fourth within, what, 15 seconds? Mm -hmm. You know, you just don't come into the Coliseum and get a lot of breaks when it comes to the officials. You know, you cannot compete against West Virginia in the Coliseum when you have the officials on your side like West Virginia did. What? what? Did you see the foul disparity there? The free throw disparity? 18 to 7 attempts, 13 to 4. West Virginia just just had the officials right where they wanted them, got help, and then got going a little bit.
0: In all 11 fouls against West Virginia. Second fewest fouls in a game this got decade. Got a great whistle. Got I mean, a great I whistle.
1: think. Uh, I promise he found more than 11 times. Got a great whistle. Uh, I'll say
2: this, though. Jermaine Haley was by far the best player on the floor. He, I mean, he was
1: fantastic
2: again. His game just continues to evolve. The confidence is there. He got, what, nine of his 11 shots were inside the lane, mostly layups. I'm surprised he didn't go to the basket 100% of the time because he was unstoppable when he did that. I thought he was he was really, really good.
0: Nathan, why is he tough to guard?
1: Because he's six seven and he can handle the ball, and he's generally playing the two guard at this point in time. So he's matched up against smaller guys right now, and he knows how to use his body to get into the lane like he just said. I mean, if you're watching and you can see these highlights, you can see how he, he uses his off shoulder to bump into people to make separation and get a layup in.
0: Uh, Chase Harler mm-hmm. played a fantastic game, and it shows a little on the stat sheet when he gets you 10 points. And four assists, but he made some hustle plays that were monstrous in this game. And the one that will be remembered was at the end of the first half. He dives on the floor, classic blue collar hoops, punches the ball ahead to Logan Rout. Logan Rout, the former quarterback out of Cameron. I mean, he just thought he just thought Jermaine Haley was running a, a an out. No, he did, actually. He's a post. The break. He thought Haley was running a post. So he just <laughs> delivered it to Haley. Haley goes up and torques it down as the horn sounds, and West Virginia goes up four and has a ton of momentum, not that it just carried over into the second half, but it paved the way and opened what was going to become Jermaine Haley's coming out in that second half. I'm with you. I did think that was going to be
2: the, the thing that ignited them. I thought they would come out and roll right away from the start of the second half. Took a little bit there, but you're right. I thought that was a huge, huge play in
0: that game. Who else did you like? We had 11-6 and six from Emmett Matthews and 11-5 uh, and five from Lamont West, but Lamont um, shooting just three of eleven overall, had three turnovers in the game. Uh, he he pulled the rare he pulled the rare a double uh, in the game where that, you don't often see it getting hit in the head with the ball twice in the same game. That's no normally you don't see that.
1: Nate, I mean he's just been struggling to shoot. I mean he gets his numbers, he gets his points, but it's on fourteen fifteen shots and not shooting very good percentage. So. You kind of got to wonder if he's just forcing things because he has been taking great shots. He needs to get back to just taking step-in threes like he used to.
2: Yeah. Jordan McCabe didn't have a great shooting night, and, and certainly stat line doesn't look great. Five points, had the four assists. But I I find myself increasingly more comfortable watching the offense when he's on the floor running things. It feels like he's doing a really good job of getting – Getting the offense into where it needs to get into, and I, he just didn't hit shots last night.
0: Yeah, he didn't. He had four assists and one turnover, two steals. So you'll take that every night. Uh, also, let me give you a little shout out, love to Logan Rout. Four games now, he's done well from the Big Twelve Conference tournament. Last night he gets you five and five. He went two out of three from the field, two assists, zero turnovers, three blocks in fifteen minutes. That's really, really good. And Derek Culver. He continues to struggle from the field. He was three and nine last night, but still on an off night, he gets ten rebounds and seven points and a block. So you wrap it all up, seventy-seven to sixty-three. WVU uh, advances to fifteen and twenty, and Grand Canyon ends the season at twenty and fourteen. I don't know about you, but I, I like seeing Dan Marley on the sideline. Right. Yeah, I mean, agree. Uh, heavily tanned, definitely looked like a well-fitted suit, open collar, very NBA-esque. And definitely look like a guy that has a home in Miami and in Phoenix. Right? Doesn't he look like that guy? I mean, he still, he still looks good. You know, he was the Olympic athlete of the year. I never knew that. He was on, he was named the Olympic athlete of the year. What year? Uh, 2000? He was, man, when he was played. He played on the world. He won on a gold, uh, gold medal on the world championship team. And then he was on dream team, too. And he was named Olympic athlete of the year. So, yeah, I just thought he was impressive. And definitely looked like a guy that has two homes. Um... <laughs> All right? So now, here we go. So my head, I'll just admit this. I had to turn on the YouTube concentration music this morning because I knew I was going heavy, heavy into the numbers. I wanted to do this. I've been wanting to do this. So what I did was this. And I've supplied a copy to each of the guys here. Obviously, this team's playing better. Duh, right? So I have the statistics for the Mountaineers from their first 24 games of the season. That's from the Buffalo game on November 9 until the Texas game on February 9. And that was with the complete roster. Then after the dismissals of Issa Ahmad and Wes Harris and then the injury situation with Beetle Bolden, West Virginia has since played 11 games, starting on February the 16th at Kansas. So what I did was I took a look at the numbers from the first 24 and the last 11. And then I even went one step further and I said, okay, the first two games the reconstituted Mountaineers played were at Kansas and Kansas State. They're trying to get their bearings and they end up scoring again in the 50s. So I said, okay, not that they don't count, they count, but I said, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm also going to take the last nine. Mm -hmm. Give me the last nine games for this new group of Mountaineers. And here is what the numbers show. From a team total perspective, first 24 games of the year, the Mountaineers were shooting 41% from the field. The last 11 games, they're up 4% shooting the ball at 45%. First 24 games, they averaged 72, and now after the next 11, they're up four points per game at 76. One thing that I thought was interestingly surprising is that West Virginia's defense has not improved with the dismissals of the two players. West Virginia was allowing 75 points in its first 24 games. They're allowing 79 in the last 11 Field goal percentage. West Virginia was shooting 41 before, shooting, you know what I screwed up, shooting 41 before and 41 now. Let me go all the way back. I screwed that whole thing up. The very first stat I gave you was winning percentage. West Virginia was winning at a 41% clip the first 24 games. Over the last 11, they're at 45%. Over the last nine, they're at 55%. That's okay. notable there. That is notable. So you've taken your winning percentage from 41 41 to 55 over the last nine games. And now, here's
1: the thing about all this is these first 24 games had all of our non-conference games in too. That's very true. And these last 11 are all Big 12 opponents. That so. is true.
0: That's true. So uh, field goal percentage is identical, 41 to 41. Shot. This was interesting to me. Shots attempted per game has gone from 58 to 66. So you're getting eight more shots per game, which probably means, Nathan, that you are rebounding the ball better and that you're – Right? Your, 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 trend, your, your speed of play has gone up. Mm-hmm.
1: And you're getting more shots, not turning it over.
0: Yes. Field goal percentage defense. First 24 games, West Virginia was allowing 44% to be shot against it. Now that's gone, you know, it's gotten worse. It's at 47%. Three point percentage has remained identical, hasn't changed. 31 31. Defending the three, worse by 2%, from 35 now to 37. Three pointers made per game has gone up one from seven until eight. Free throw percentage identical, 68. Rebounds, West Virginia's averaging two more rebounds per game. Assists, West Virginia is up two assists per game. Turnovers, one fewer per game. And blocks, one less per game. However, if you take the last nine games... The last nine games, so this is from that Baylor game when West Virginia went to Waco, almost uh, had one there. Last nine games, compared to the previous, the first 24, West Virginia's winning percentage is up 14. Scoring is up nine points per game. Field goal percentage has gone up 1%. Field goals attempted have gone up 10 shots per game. Field goal percentage defense has worsened by 3%. Three-point percentage has gone up 4%. Three-point percentage field goal defense down 1%. Number of threes made per game, up two threes per game. Free throws has gone up over the last nine games by 7%, up to 75. That's really good shooting from the free throw line. It takes 75 the rest of the way. Rebounds, West Virginia's gone up three boards per game over the last nine. Assists, up two. Turnovers, two less, down to 14. Blocks, two fewer. Now, you want to hear some numbers here. These are individual players. First 24 games of the season compared to the last 11 games of the season, Jermaine Haley has gone up 10 points per game from 4 to 14. His rebounds have doubled from 3 to 6. His field goal percentage has gone up 8 to 55%. His three-point percentage has gone up 8 to 29. His free throws... Have gone up to three, up three percent to 65. He's doubled his assists. His turnovers are even. His minutes have increased by 14. Lamont West, compared to the first 24 to the last 11, his scoring has gone up three points from 10 to 13. His rebounds up one. His field goal percentage down five. His three point percentage down two. His free throw percentage up three. Turnovers. He's averaging one more per game over the last 11, and his minutes have gone up 10 per game. Jordan McCabe, significant differences. McCabe, first 24 games, was averaging three points. Last 11, 12. So he's up nine points per game, up two rebounds, shooting the ball 12% better from the field, 4% better from three, 5% better from the foul line. He's averaging three more assists per game, and his minutes have gone up 19 minutes per game. Derek Culver most of his numbers haven't changed or have gone down his scoring average is down a point from 12 to 11 his rebounds are up by 3 his field goal percentage is down 11% he was at 50% the first batch of games he played 14 he wasn't in the first 24 he played 14 his shooting percentage is now down 11% his free throws up 3 his assists are up 1 his turnovers have doubled 2 to 4 game and his minutes have increased by seven. Another big gainer, Emmett Matthews. His scoring average has gone up six points per game. His rebounds have gone up three. His field goal percentage has gone up five. His three-point percentage has gone up 15. His free throw percentage has gone up eight. He's shooting 81% over the last 11 games. Assistant and turnovers even. His minutes have gone up 17. Chase Harler. Up one point over the last 11 games. Rebounds even, field goal percentage up five, three point percentage up three, free throw percentage up 30 for Chase Harlan. My head hurt. That was a lot of crunching. That was a lot of crunching in there. So, what that does,
2: that backs up what you've seen, right? If you would just look at this team over the last nine games, even the last 11, you just say this is a better offensive team. It moves better, it looks better, it looks smoother. How about this? What jumped out to me in all those numbers you just gave, if you take Haley, McCabe, and Matthews, I think the three guys that have elevated themselves so much, that's three guys, scoring for those three guys, their averages are up combined, 25 points a game. Their minutes are up 53 minutes per game combined so i think what we said when this all transpired was okay this season was going nowhere as it was roll these guys out and let them get reps and minutes they have and those reps and minutes have translated into i know there's a lot of other things other than scoring average but those scoring average numbers are huge for those three guys
0: birthday boy what stood out to you
1: i mean as you can i mean the shock to me is that we didn't get better defensively yeah me too take ace out you think it's one guy never really tried too hard on defense, so you'd think that we'd be a little bit better, but I think that's a result of having to play guys so many minutes, and they're not used to playing these many minutes, maybe being tired and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But other than that, I'm not real surprised. I Every mean, everything, all these guys have gotten much better since since that time. They've all stepped up. They've all become better leaders, so I can't say I'm too surprised by all of it. thought it was
0: interesting. thought it was really interesting stuff. So, Next up now for West Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, it's Coastal Carolina. Coincidentally, West Virginia has already played a couple of games this year at Coastal Carolina. Remember back in November in the Myrtle Beach deal? That was Coastal Carolina. Who Who knew? I mean, Cliff Ellis is probably up there in his office just shooting all West Virginia games. Probably has illicit scouting information on the Mountaineers. Probably knew that he'd see his team in the CBI against the Mountaineers. Don't you think so, Senator?
2: That's a good point. Yeah. It's a very good point. Probably did
0: that. Yeah, probably so. Um, Now, before we uh, dive into their numbers a little bit here, let's go over to our nickname pronunciation center and Nathan will pronounce the name of Coastal Carolina's mascot. It is the Chanticleers. Thank you very much. And Nate, what is a Chanticleer?
1: Hang on. The Chanticleer is a proud and fierce rooster who dominates a barnyard. A proud and
0: fierce rooster that dominates a barnyard. That is it. That's a Chanticleer.
2: If nothing else, the CBI has provided some great opponent nicknames out of the gate. No tigers
0: here. No bears here. Lions, nothing. Antelopes and Chanticleers. Yeah. And blue demons potentially could be down the road. Right, I mean that's possible. Potentially, yeah. Blue demons. Yeah, you know, really
2: around. nice uh, golf course there on the campus of Coastal Carolina. That's
0: what I've heard. Played yeah. there a couple of times actually. Oh, did oh, you? Really? Yeah. What's oh, that's called the Raven? I don't is it the know. Raven or something? Well, sure, it would play be. It's their, all play birds. Numerous times. All right. What do we know about? Uh, what do we need to know about Cliff Ellis' squad? They're yeah. out of the Sun Belt ahead, Conference. Nate.
1: Oh, I haven't even looked at them yet. Excuse me. This is what? all. This is all Center here. How
0: can we win if you're not taking Coastal seriously? You're going to go out there and practice with I'm these not. guys. I'm not. I'm
1: going to be gone.
0: Oh, this is really good news now. <laughs> so they're not going to have you to prep against? Uh,
1: there's no practice
0: for me this weekend. What about mon- What about Sunday? When are you coming back? Monday. Will you
1: practice Monday? I doubt I'll be back in time. Oh, the, the game's, mon- the game's yeah, the Monday.
0: The game's Monday. Tell you what, if things don't go well, it's on you, dude. That's ridiculous. Coastal was down
2: ones? to Howard the other night. They had to come back and win their first round game from behind. If you take a look at their schedule and try and kind of like we did with Grand Cayman. And try That's and met- Grand Canyon. Canyon.
0: Canyon. That's not a. It's not a Caribbean. Grand thing. Canyon. Do you need a vacation?
2: As we did with them, you went through. They had not been able to beat any of the Power Six schools they had played. So take a quick look down, Coastal schedule and see who they've played. Northern Kentucky's an NCAA tournament team. Coastal loss by six to them. South Carolina Coastal loss by six to them. At Wofford, an NCAA tournament team and a darling at that, lost to eleven to them. North Carolina Central, also an NCAA tournament team. Coastal beat them by four at home. So you kind of just look down their list. No, none of those games are going to jump out at you. This is another, in my opinion, game like you just saw. It's a, it's a team you're going to have better talent than. You're getting them on your home floor. Just go out and do
0: what you did. They've got uh, three that average in double figures. They've got a bunch of guys, four, five, six, seven, seven guys that average over seven. Points per game. They were down 14 on the home floor to Howard, and uh, were able to come back and uh, keep themselves alive. Overall, they are 500 on the season, 16 and 16, nine and nine in their league. They went seven and seven non-conference, ten and four on the home floor, and on true road games, they are five and ten in true road games. So the key here for West Virginia, it's not so much about coastal Carolina and it's more about West Virginia it's what this whole tournament's going to be right it's about okay can you can you guys go out there and take it to another level and Huggs mentioned after the game that he was disappointed that they were flat coming out and that's something that they needed to work on so they do need to have a better start to this game and you win this one and you're one victory away from the championship series best two out of three
2: you got to get to that three game series You just absolutely have to get to the three-game series.
0: I totally agree with you. You we got to get in the three-game series. we got to get in there, three-game series. Uh, By the way, great crowd last night, Uh, 5,300. I hope everyone comes back out uh, again on Monday night. Same deal. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Last night's game, a longtime listener to our programs and to three guys before the game came over with a – you know the Brown Kroger plastic bags? Sure. He came over and had two mason jars – in there no not moonshine but peppers could we have uh, our food delivery service bring in the uh bring in the peppers thank you very much you know
2: it's too bad it's too bad we didn't have some pepperoni rolls left over to put, put the some peppers, peppers on top. top of the pepperoni Ooh. rolls that would have been a strong strong submission
0: so what we have Are here, these hot yeah who are these so from mike from clarksburg just mike from clarksburg i know him. i know it's safe i've known him for years Oh, they're really sealed. Hey, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. By the way, look how sophisticated we're getting here. Now <laughs> we're taking this. They've got trays, pink plates. <laughs> and we're ready to go. Um, we don't have anything to eat them on, so it's not a cracker thing. It's not a bread thing. We're just going, going in strong. So what he did here, I'm seeing a lot of. He really, man, does he spent some time cutting these babies up, very, very thin. Thinly sliced? Very thinly sliced on that. There's no chunks, uh, which is a Harrison County tradition. You just kind of go thin.
2: You do a nice job making sandwiches. These are my favorite. Mm-hmm. At times. This is a sandwich pepper. W- we need mm-hmm. to save some of these for, oh, for one of your sandwiches. Yeah. They would be. Okay. I can tell these would be excellent on one of those sandwiches. You know, sandwiches. do do that
0: thing Final Four Weekend. We haven't done that in years. It would like uh, be a good year to re- whoa, reprise that. I oh, almost took an oil blast there. All right, you guys ready? You us give us a fork. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. All right, here we go. So, ladies, these are. Uh, this is this is not the Vegemite. I'll guarantee you that. that was, so, on smell, I'm getting, I'm getting a vinegar. I'm getting a. Uh, I'm getting garlic. A little oil in there. He got he got a lot of oil in there. Oh, got a little heat too. Yeah. Those are good. I'd eat these. Oh, oh. oh, they oh, they come back door on you. Well,
2: uh,
0: oh, that dip. that turns into a hot. They zing you. He told me last night, I asked him "Hot?" he goes, oh, yeah, dude, they're hot.
2: These are good. Sandwich or pepperoni roll?
0: You do this with a, you could a piece, two pieces of Italian bread, ham, mm-hmm. piece of provolone, mm-hmm. and put these peppers on top. I do that all day long.
1: <laughs> a little vinegar.
2: That was good.
0: <laughs> How are you the one that couldn't handle that? No, it's not can't handle. I coughed. You can cough while eating. How do you not it's handle not, that? i Went no. over there and choked. You and I just took those down like it was nothing. There'll be no need for Mucinex. (laughs) No Mucinex needed. I mean, that just opened up some systems there. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much, Mike. Those are good. Thanks to everyone for listening in. Uh, We're back. Hey, change of schedule here because the Mountaineers play on Monday. We're going to come back on Tuesday. So episode 104 will be on Tuesday after West Virginia plays the Chanteclairs. Special thanks to Mike from Clarksburg. And yes, we are accepting all kinds of food three guys before the game brought to us by wheeling island and the point seafood and steak restaurant where the senator and i had an absolutely fantastic weekend meals absolutely wonderful so check it out at wheeling island casino it's the point open wednesdays through sundays enjoy eat have fun and we'll be back on Tuesday, episode one hundred and three. Moving on is over and out. See y'all.
1: Let's talk about MediCal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows MediCal better than Molina. Visit meetmolina.ca.com. Let's talk today.